I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me. Yes, that fellow's two days away from heaven. No, what? what am I talking about? Even though I'm recording this on Wednesday, of course, it's now Thursday when you're listening, so it's tomorrow that I'll be having that big old haircut. So, yeah, of course, I'll keep you up to date with that. Anyway, a great podcast coming your way. I say great. I mean, it does begin with your calls to my show, Sports by Andy Goldstein's, Monday, Thursday from 10, on the back of... <sighs> A bad night in the Cowboy Cup for Manchester United semi-final second leg. Yes, they won at the Etihad, but, you know, it doesn't really count as a win, does it? Because, you know, with five minutes to go, City didn't have to push to get the equaliser. You you understand what I'm... So anyway, City fans and United fans were throwing up my show, as were very, very irate and unhappy and nervous West Ham fans and happy Liverpool fans again. Ligon Solskjaer is alongside me in the tunnel at the Etihad. What is the view after being so far away in the first leg and getting so close to going through tonight? Well, it shows the character of the players. Never give up. Uh, that's why they're Man United players. They've shown the character, attitude and in moments also the quality. Uh, and to be so close after being 3-0 down at half-time is, is an achievement and it's a great achievement coming here beating them again. Right at the end of the game, you had a free kick on the edge of the penalty area. Were you expecting somebody else to take that apart from Fred? Well, one, when you're fresh and ready to come on and you're the best free kick taker from 20 yards in the world, or not in the world maybe, but one of them, you expect him to go up and, uh, and do it. They had a competition yesterday apparently and Fred had scored six or seven on the bounce. So Juan didn't start today. You know, when you put the slides up, Fred was on him. So, uh, but uh, it was, it might have been one of the moments that it could have uh, got us to a penalty shootout. Could you pulled rank there? Sometimes you have to as a player, but Juan felt that Fred just he was in a good form from yesterday and he played a good game. So that's a decision they made out there. It was just a quick one on United, really. Like two games in a row now, we've played three at the back and it just looks so much better. You, you see Maguire and he's a class centre off. But it just feel like with the two other centre-halves, or even Luke Shaw, the other side of him, it makes such a difference and we do look like so much more of a better team. Why have we not played three at the back earlier? And Sterling has been sent away, races past Lindelof, goes down the left-hand side, into the area, takes on the goalkeeper, goes wide, still inside the 18-yard box and fires over the top of the crossbar and wastes a golden opportunity. 
seems to have lost his confidence completely. And I think he needs a period of time out of the team to try and find his form from earlier on the season again. But Pep will not. Even tonight, he did 90 minutes today. He was the worst player on the park. Honestly, it was terrible. I'm, I'm absolutely like, I've never felt so deflated about going to a final after that game. Wow. Me and my dad, yeah, no, honestly, it was really bad. Like, really bad. I mean, but Joe, it's, Joe, it's div- it's div- when you've got a semi-final second leg and you're defending a three-one lead, yeah. the game, the game's sort of immaterial. It's the result, you know. Pe- people were putting on social media. I said this at the top of the show. First time United have won twice at City for fifty odd years. It does, it doesn't count for me because with fifteen minutes to go, you're not chasing the game. You're happy with one nil. No, but I think, I think, Joe, no, I get, I get that. I do get that, but at the end of the day, we've lost twice at home to United this season now, which is not acceptable, really. The way United have been playing at the moment, you know what I mean, and. It's just, it's just really deflating. I just didn't feel like City was just... They were up for it. United, in my opinion, wanted it more tonight. They didn't have many chances, but they seemed like they wanted it more than City. But I get what you're saying, yeah. I mean, we were 3-1 up, but we were, you know, potentially... The might sending off changed that game. We could have gone out tonight. West Ham nil, Liverpool 2. Probably game over now if it wasn't before. Lovely ball on as Liverpool broke against West Ham. And it was Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain in on goal to beat Fabianski. David Moyes will be furious because Liverpool broke from a West Ham corner. 52 gone, West Ham nil, Liverpool 2. We're starting to think that us, us going down wouldn't really be the end of the world because it, it means we can ship out the, the lazy people that are on the bigger salaries. Potentially, the, the owners could lose interest and then maybe end up just sort of selling up and we could just build up again so from the you, beginning. Would you take that, Dean? If you knew that they'd sell up if you, if you went down, would you happily get relegated this season? Potentially, yeah. Especially after watching the West Brom game, because like when you watch like West Brom, it was a second string team, but they've got a bunch of big, strong guys who want to win the match. And I feel like if we didn't have the Hullers and and uh, of the world in the team that, that didn't even want to run for the ball, that that's the fundamental issue. Do you know what I mean? So if, if we can get back to basics and build up, get into the championship, and then come back up organically, then we can build up from the ground up, and and, and then it, it could just be a, a much better situation, I think. But, but who knows? Like it's it's, it's worrying when you start looking forward to, to the potential of getting relegated if you know what I mean but that's, that's the stage we're at now now for a bit of history that's been made on TalkSport and that history is for the first time ever quite incredible actually I can't believe I'm saying it but Jamie O'Hara has made sense well done Jamie O'Hara has come out and said and rightly so the attack on Ed Woodward's house is absolutely disgusting and the United fans that were involved should be ashamed. And I use the word fans incredibly loosely. In fact, let me change that last bit. Not fans, idiots. The United idiots should be ashamed of themselves. And rightly so. Here, here, Jamie O'Hara. It's a disgrace. From They're not football fans. They're hooligans. They're thugs. And people like that should be put inside. I mean, you know, you, you meant, you're football fans. You're allowed to protest. You're allowed to have an opinion. You know, do it at the ground or do it... That, that's fine. You're, you're allowed to do that. It's your football club, but... Don't go to a man's house where his family are, his, his kids are. You know that that's not right. Yeah, that's not that's that's not right at all. And you know that shouldn't happen in, in sport. And it, you know you see the sad loss of Kobe Bryant and these legends of the game and things like. That. And you see the support from fans, and then you see the other side of of you know people doing this outside someone's home where his kids are. For me, it's um, two young children he's got. Yeah, it's it's not right. It's a disgrace. And, and Man United. Uh, the fan base of Man United should be ashamed, and I know it's only a small minority, and there's some brilliant fans, but it just does it show how far the club's fallen since Ferguson's left? 
you know, in terms of what they had built there and and now that, and now look at them of where they are. It's just not right. It's mm. not right, and it's not the way that you'd want to conduct yourself as, as a human being, let alone as a football fan. And, you know, I hope the police do, do find them. And, you know, it's, I think it's a disgrace. Now we can head over to the mid-morning show with Jim and Natalie and Clinton Morrison joining them in the studio. And their guest was Keegan Hurst on the phone. The openly gay rugby league prop forward for Halifax saying it's disappointing and frustrating that Israel Folau is back in the game having signed for Catalans. If he was to say something, then it's kind of shutting the stable door after the horse was bollocked, didn't it? Because the damage is kind of done. So I think it's it's all lip service by Catalans. There's, there's two things going on at that club and both are equally worrying. One is that they don't care what he's said, whether they say they do or, or whatever, they don't. Or they do care, but they are willing to pack their values and their morals to one side for someone who can score a few tries a year. And both are equally worrying. It's really disappointing. Frustrating, I think, would be the word that sums it up most. Rugby League prides itself on being diverse, on being inclusive, on being a community sport. And people work really hard to, to practice those values and, you know, day to day out in the out in the communities and Catalans for making the signing and the RSL for allowing it to go go through are just undermining and alienating all those people. And Super League returns tonight from 7pm on TalkSport 2. Yeah, tonight, Thursday, with a season curtain raiser between two sides that I'm not even going to attempt to say. Ah, I've got to say it, have I? Okay, <clears throat> one's called Wigan. That's quite easy. And the other one, do I have to say it? Yeah, I'm getting the nod. Warrington. There you go. Too many R's and W's next to each other. But I think if I leave the gap rather than go Wigan Warrington, then it doesn't sound as horrific. Yet people are laughing. I'll move on. Here's Kevin Nolan on Drive. Would you believe Kevin Nolan turned up to do a show with Adrian Durham, a man he despised earlier on in his life, and now they're the best of buddies. Ah, I can tell you that Kevin was actually sat on Adrian's knee for the entire show. That's how close they are. Anyway, this is Kevin talking about Everton rejecting the Richarlison to Barcelona move and saying it's got Ancelotti written all over it. It just tells you there's a world-class manager in there who sees something. Listen, I'm not taking away Richarlison as a top player, you know, but there's it's a different order around Everton now and what, what's expected of them now that Carlo Ancelotti is the manager. And this is them making a statement and saying, no, we are not selling to a PSG. We are not selling to a Barcelona. We are on our way to try and catch... Liverpool, we're trying to catch a Man City, we're trying to break that top four because that's why we've invested so much in our manager. Time to head back to Jamie O'Hara now on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show with Alan Brazil. That must be a record, about four or five shows on the bounce now. Well done, Al. Although he's probably forgotten he was there yesterday and the day before. And Let's not tell him, shh, our little secret. Anyway, this is Jamie talking about England's midfield six for the Euros and suggesting that Jack Grealish should be part of those six after his performance against Leicester, what is now two days ago, even though I'm recording this, what is now yesterday, as your day is now Thursday, and that was two... Anyway, you, this is him talking. It doesn't matter when it happened. I would take Madison, Grealish, Rice, Henderson, Chamberlain and Mount. That's, I think Madison and Grealish deserve it. You know, why not? I'm a huge, huge Harry Wings fan. I, I think he's brilliant. I love what he does. I love everything about him. He, he, he's just not playing. You know, he's not playing enough. He's, he's in and out of the team a little bit. And I think that the way that Southgate probably is going to set up is going to be with Declan Rice as the holder, uh, Jordan Henderson, and then there's that fight for, for that other spot. So I'd go Mount, Henderson, 
Delhi Alley, I'd take Delhi. Uh, Declan Rice, Jack Grealish, and Madison. I think Rice is good there because he could play that holding yeah, role. Yeah, holding he? role, yeah. You have to take you know, him. Yeah. Henderson could as well, but I think Rice is naturally. Yeah. He, he could even slot in the centre back if you really need him. Time now to check in with uh, Hawksby and Jacobs and an interesting chat, actually, between Andy Jacobs and his nurse. Uh, his nurse saying that maybe Andy's working too hard and maybe he should take his foot off the pedal and maybe five days... Ah, uh, Oh, that didn't go out, that one. That was that was in one of the air breaks. OK, this is uh, some other stuff then from Hawksby and Jacobs from yesterday. You get uh, no favours for being an outlier in the world of footballers' pronunciations. Mm. We spoke about a Japanese football expert a little while ago, and we were calling him Minamino. Yeah. And, and he said to us, it's not Minamino, it's Manamino. To which we went... Da, 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 da. And we thought, this could be a, a fairly rich scene for Clips of the Week mm. if Sam Matterface did it. But Sam and all the other commentators, I think, out there are, are sticking steadfastly to... Uh, not going down the Manamino route, they are saying Minamino. So I think, what's the point of being an outlier on this? I've been saying Manamino, but <laughs> I sound like an idiot. Just say what everybody else I'm says. going Minamino. <laughs> Likewise, uh, well done to Tottenham's new yeah. sign and uh, Stephen uh, Bergwijn because uh, they asked him how to pronounce his name. And uh, he said it's it's Bergwijn. It's a bit like Greta Thunberg yeah. in Dutch. And yeah. he said he said, but it's uh, yeah, Bergwijn in English. Well, fine. Then let's stick with that. So yeah, rather than going Bergwijn, we're going Bergwijn. I think yeah. that's the way the commentators have always referred to him in yeah. Champions okay. League so Europa. You, you get no prizes for uh, for you know coming up with your flash pronunciations. Everyone looks you, at you like yeah. you're a Berg. Really. <laughs> it's true. A woman in France won five hundred thousand pounds on a football accumulate. Uh, sorry, accumulate. Accumulator. Accumulator. I like that. <laughs> what the football accumulator. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was thinking of uh, ringing up uh, David Ginola and saying to him, do they have football betting in France, David? I never knew that. I David. didn't know they, they had. to ask him. I didn't yeah. know they had betting in, in France. Yeah, I, I guess they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've won, never seen a betting if shop. She's won five hundred thousand pounds on an accumulator. Then, uh, <laughs> I can't see why. Why not? Uh, that wouldn't be there. Yeah. And uh, Ken Bruce, who we were talking about last week, he wish him well. He's had to take three weeks off for a minor medical matter. I was thinking, yeah. why not get Ronnie Rosenthal to fill in? Yeah, Britain's, he won't be able to tell the difference. Honestly, well, these days Israel's foremost Ken Bruce lookalike. <laughs> I don't know how much work you get in Tel Aviv for being a Ken Bruce lookalike, but he does look like him there. You're listening to TalkSport Daily. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. 
To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Back now to Alan Brazil's Sports Breakfast Show. For the third time, a hat trick of Alan Brazil's Breakfast Shows on the podcast. And he gets for that nothing. This is Harry Redknapp walking along the beach in Sandbanks with his dogs. He's got a hard life, old Harry. Anyway, he had time to speak to Alan Brazil and Jamie, talking about Jurgen Klopp missing the FA Cup replay against Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. I have no problem with what Liverpool are going for with the players. Look, this is our break. We've been promised it. We're having a week off. I just, I'm a little bit disappointed with Jurgen not going to be there and seeing the kids take on Shrewsbury. I know he, I know managers are under stress and pressure as well, Harry, but I think it'd be better if he, if he stood in the touchline for them kids' sake. Absolutely. No, I can't understand that one. I'm a great fan of Jurgen Klopp's. You know, he's been he's been incredible, you know, and uh, his personality is great and the way the job he's done there is amazing. But no, I can't see any reason why he, should, why he wouldn't turn up. He says it's a matter of principle. But yeah. uh, I'm, for them I'm, kids yeah. to see their manager there on the touchline, you know, it's a big lift. And they're suddenly, oh, well, the manager's not bothered about coming. What does that give them? You know, what message is it send out to the, to the kids who yeah. are going to be playing? Don't shake your head, I mean, Jamie. <laughs> He's shaking no, his head the other Harry, we, we, we organise a little mid-season break to Dubai, play a bit of golf, you know, come on. Isn't it going to take that's oh, all yeah, taken no, away from no. us? No, no, the play, I'm not saying the players can't go, James. I mean, if, if he doesn't want to play any of them, he says, I'm going to send the players away. Fine, I don't, I don't see that being a problem. But I think for the manager, listen, he can jump on a plane to Dubai after the game. You know, I mean, they've all got private jets now, every football club. He can come to the game, jump on a plane and go back and join the players if they're having a break, if that's what they're doing. Perfect, Harley. Pure sense. I just, think he, I, just think he, I just think he should be at the game. Come to the game. I'm not saying the players have got, but if he doesn't want to, if he wants to rest his players, I wouldn't argue with anything he's done. I mean, what the job he's done has been incredible. So he, he knows how to work to get the best out of his team, and that's what he wants to do. He doesn't yeah. want to play him in his cup game, fine. But he should, for me, he should be there. I mean, he should be on the sunshine. Now we can head over to the ginger fellow again with the loud shirts on driver, of course, Adrian Durham, I'm referring to who comes up with some weird defence of Klopp's decision to not be in the dugout against Shrewsbury. I still don't really understand this. I mean, you'll hear a story now about Bill Shankly. I won't spoil it, but uh, in fact, no, I will spoil it. Alluding to the fact that Liverpool and Bill Shankly have done this before. I still don't get, though, Aid, if you're listening, how that means it's OK. Yeah, someone's done it before, but, you know, it's like stealing something from a supermarket and saying, well, someone else has stolen, and then someone going, oh, it's OK, two people steal, that's fine, one's bad. I don't get that. Maybe that analogy's not... Let me think of an analogy... Like um, you go into a coffee shop and someone uh, eats your toast. You've got a nice slice of toast waiting for you, just about to bite into it. <sighs> someone, oh, you don't even know you. What are you doing? They go, oh, someone did that yesterday. You go, oh, did they? Oh, that's okay then. I mean, my analogies are still not working. Oh, just listen to Adrian's. I'm sick of the Jurgen Klopp missing the replay debate, Kevin Nolan, so I'm going <laughs> to kill it once and for all. Everybody listen to this, okay? I haven't criticised Jurgen Klopp, and there's a very good reason why. In 1964-65 season, Liverpool were champions. Okay, they won the title the year before. 64-65, fourth round of the FA Cup. Liverpool were drawn at home to bottom of the Football League, 92nd place, Stockport County. The manager missed the tie to go and watch a game in Germany. The manager of Liverpool, the champions, did not attend that fourth round FA Cup tie because he wanted to go and watch a game in Germany. That manager was Bill Shankly. So in missing an FA Cup tie... Jurgen Klopp is doing what Bill Shankly did all those years ago. So how can anybody have a problem? <laughs> Seriously. How can anybody have a problem with Jurgen Klopp doing it? It was fine for Bill Shankly. 
Yep. Well, obviously, mate, I, I've got I've got to take your word for it. Um, True story. One of the best, and um, Jürgen's getting himself up there. And but I, you know, I, I do feel sorry for them. But I do feel sorry because it's a debate which can go both ways, as it has all week. I know what you're saying. Um, but these, these lads do need a rest they've played so much football and so does he because being the manager of Liverpool Football Club comes with a lot a lot of pressure and you know he can't walk around uh, without getting mobbed mm. uh, the same w- w- with all these top flight managers the uh, bonus for Shrewsbury is that Bill Shankly missed that time and Liverpool only drew it Right, well. He came back, went to the replay, then won it 2-0. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that is the end, surely, of the Jurgen Klopp debate. That's it for another podcast, but of course it wouldn't be it for another podcast without me. Not this bit, this is me, but my show Monday to Thursday on TalkSport from 10pm, the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar. Here's some of the best bits. I know we heard some great bits earlier on at the top of it, but uh, we're sort of giving you a Sports Bar sandwich. Earlier on you had the fill-in, now this is the bread again, another awful analogy. Between Man City and Man United, I can cheer on who I want, and I chose United because. You're no, that's not a proper Liverpool fan, Tony. No, right, no right. Liverpool fan cheers on United, and no right. United fan would cheer on Liverpool. Bang on. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, personally, Tony, I think you're a disgrace to clear to cheer on. Actively pump. Did you fist pump? Did I, no, I don't do fist pumps. Don't do fist pumps. Did no? you Did you kiss no, Mrs. Sure. Tony Temper on the forehead when the goal went in? Get there's in. No, there's no Mrs. Tony Temper. Yeah, don't surprise me. Kiss the dog? Yeah, Shankly was watching it with me, yeah. You got, you what, sorry? Have you got a dog, Tone? Yeah, Shankly the bulldog. Shankly, Shankly the bulldog. <laughs> Genius. He would have been disgusted with you. He would have turned away. He would have cocked his leg on you, Tone. Cocked his leg. He gave you a bit of a dirty look. I yeah, bet he did. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, we since found out Pineapple. Pardon? It's about to sneeze. What? What? It's about to sneeze and it stopped. It's a pineapple. I swear I'm alive. <laughs> what? What is happening here? He stopped me sneezing. It's no, unbelievable. You know we're on air. You know it's you just like, shouted no, the word pineapple. No, no. I, I thought I was going to shout the word pineapple or I was going to sneeze down the mic. And I decided to say pineapple. He stopped me sneezing. <laughs> stopped me sneezing. It's unbelievable. It actually works. <laughs> actually, I don't think the rules are you have to shout it. Well, why not? You've got to say it. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you just went mental. I was looking at the right thing. I'm going to sneeze any second now. And pineapple works. And pineapple. That is unbelievable. <laughs> you know there's no, no scientific reason why the word pineapple works. You know it's, but there must be something no, the way you say some, the word it, pineapple. There must be something. No, it's just a mental thing. Uh, like, you can't you know, Proved by you. It can't. It absolutely works. If, if, I, said sneeze, the word, if I said the word was cheese grater, no. just before you'd, you'd say cheese grater, and you'd not sneeze because you've said it. No. It, okay, next time you're going to sneeze, say cheese grater, and I bet right. you sneeze. All right. That's it. That genuinely is it for another podcasty thing. A reminder that you can download the best bits every day, free on Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you can't be bothered, just make up your own one. Do an impression of me, then you have to do an impression of Jamie O'Hara. Then, of course, you have to do one of Adrian Durham and Alan Brazil. And then you have to go to an old people's home and call a couple of people to get H&J involved. Just too much effort. Just keep downloading it. It's free. What more do you want? Anyway, make sure you join me for the last Sports Bar of the week tonight from 10pm on TalkSport alongside the fellow with the biggest face on national radio. No, not Frank Sidebottom. He sadly passed away. I mean, Sidebottom didn't. He was just a paper mache head. But the person that was in him, I'm spoiling it now, if you thought that person existed and he was just horrifically deformed. Anyway, join me and Cundy tonight from 10pm for more of the same.
Have a good day. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.